Courtside Club is presented for the people by Caesar Sportsbook. You bet you get with Caesar's rewards. Must be 21 or older. Is this the last reality stunt for you? I think I have like one season of being the bachelor and then I'm good for after Really? <laughs> yeah. You want to be the best? Wait, aren't, are you not in a relationship? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Once this is over. <laughs> What's up, you guys? I'm Rachel Demita, and welcome to the Courtside Club. Today, I have the one and only Harry Jowsey joining me. You guys might know him from the show Too Hot to Handle, or you follow him on all his social media accounts because you've grown tremendously since that show. Yeah. Harry, welcome to the Courtside Club. Thank you for having me. This is awesome. No, it's uh, it's been a crazy, crazy experience. I just did uh, Floor is Lava, which, was, which just came out, and that was nuts. It's the only athletic thing I've ever done. I did want to ask about that because yeah. you said that you're not so much of an athlete, but I beg to differ because I feel like you, you look pretty athletic. <laughs> no, it's, no. <laughs> it's all for show. Like literally you asked me to do anything, run like a hundred yard sprint, I'll, I'll fall over and pass out. Like I'm, I'm the most unathletic person. So how did Flores Lava go? Um, I fell in. Yeah. And ruined it for everyone. So. <laughs> That, that's exactly how it went. <laughs> Honestly, though, if I were to lose something for everybody, I would like to do it on Netflix. Like the biggest platform you could possibly do it on. The issue was I did it on the I did a course previously on their YouTube channel. Okay. And I was so arrogant and cocky by the time they actually asked me to do it for the actual Netflix. So like with the lads, I was just talking the most amount of shit. I was like, this is how you have to go about it, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then I also was, I'm very competitive. So I'm like, Let's see who can finish it first. Okay. And of course, I just like s slipped over on the stupidest thing and like fell in and then, but we ended up, we ended up winning it. So it was okay. And that was a reality show versus reality show Floors Lava, correct? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, a lot crazy. of people do know you from Too Hot to Handle. Yeah. So I feel like also in a lot of your podcast interviews, you're talking about like sex or dating. Yep. Which we're not going to do today. I'm going to take you out of your comfort zone. Wow. That's cool. Wow. <laughs> That's cool with awesome. you. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, let's do that. But I do want to know a little bit more about Too Hot to Handle because I think that show, like myself as a viewer, none of us were expecting a show where they say, oh, we're going to put a bunch of people in this house on this beautiful island and tell them not to have sex. A lot of us were kind of rolling our eyes at the concept. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, like really Netflix? Like this is the the content you're giving us, yeah. but then everybody tuned in. So, and it crazy. ended up being a massive success. So how did that show come about for you? Um, before that, I was, I did a show called Heartbreak Island in New Zealand and I won that and I moved in with my best friend from the show. And I was kind of Wait, just, I didn't know that. Yeah, Heartbreak Island? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're from, you're from Australia and New Zealand is like right there. Yes, I'm it's getting like a two my hour job. flat away. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Where did that air? <laughs> and I didn't know this. No, That's it was cool. only in New Zealand. So, okay. But it was like years and years ago. I think I was like 18 or 19 when I went okay. on the show. But yeah, won that. And then um, was kind of just like, well, this sucks. Like I'm really bored and I just want to make people laugh. So then I just started applying for a bunch of shows and I have a UK passport. So I was like, maybe I'll give Love Island UK a shot. Um, oh, okay. I think I was like 20 or 21 at the time when I was applying for these. And then, no, it was 20. And then uh, the same people that were casting Love Island UK 
we're just like we're doing this other show which we think is better suited for you because mind you when i was going into my old like interviews and stuff yeah i was just going in like shirtless or in my undies or because i was like i have to stand out like everyone's here like being like scared i'm just like honestly it's a smart thing to do yeah for sure i think like you just there's so many people going in there's i think there was ten thousand. yeah so it, it worked uh and then yeah it was the the people who were casting and they just said we ha- like we would love to have you on this other show but we can't tell you what it is so i'm like oh well life's life's a mystery so i'll just go with it and yeah ended up on that show it was the best thing that happened to me so speaking along those lines i modeled a little bit when i was younger didn't love it but it was paying my bills at the time and i would go into castings with my basketball because that was the only thing that was like <laughs> really? making me different. Yeah, honestly, I would go in for like whatever, oh, wow. pack sun or something, and I'd just bring a ball. And sometimes they'd be like, um, they wouldn't understand. Did you dribble or you just like stood there with it? Like I would stand there with it or sometimes like spin it or, ah. or do whatever. Um, it worked That's in my fun. favor in some ways. Yeah. You know, other ways are like, this girl's weird. Like, get her out of here. Um, That's awesome. But yeah, you know, standing yeah, like out, stuff, like you said. Yeah, you have to. Because like everyone's just going to be there like normal and then you just come in with a basketball and start doing backflips. Like people want to be like, I remember her. Right. There's, awesome. there's a lot of, of people in our industry. So to stand out is a tough thing to do, especially yeah. with how saturated it is. And <laughs> with you specifically, you know, coming off of Too Hot to Handle, there's been so many people who've come in and out of reality shows mm. who leave the show. They have their couple months of people recognizing who they are and then you never hear about them again. Yeah. Or they're doing something really bizarre to try to like get back into that what was your plan after coming off too hot i think that i just knew that there was like a shelf life of like a month like we're going to be the coolest people for a month (laughs) and like everyone's (laughs) going to want to be our friends and then they're going to realize that we actually don't have any talents and we aren't that cool and we're just like boring people and be sick of us so my goal for like literally as soon as the show come out i made a rule with myself i'm not gonna say no to any opportunity i don't care who it is like i don't i'm not too cool for anyone so that was the biggest thing is anytime someone hit me up to collab or do anything i was like sure i'll come over and we'll do a video and and it it helped me because i didn't know anything about like social media like i i obviously have this show and there's an audience and people like tuning in and like coming across but wait before you went in how many followers like uh, 70,000, 60,000 on Instagram and like okay. not on TikTok. I didn't have a TikTok account. And you're on, you have like 4 million now on I, Instagram? Yeah, uh, four, four, four and a half, I think, and then 4.8 on TikTok. That's crazy. Crazy. In a span of like what, a year and a half? Yeah, it was pretty wild. But like, you look like Bella Porch and she's like, that's that's crazy. So you're comparing yourself to no, somebody who's no, like, no, no. No. But I'm like, in the grand <laughs> yeah. scheme of things, like it's, it's awesome, but it's also like the grand scheme of things. People have done it like a, a lot bigger, but yeah, ever since then, I think uh, my goal was to just try and get on as big as I can on as many platforms as I can. And my biggest regret is not doing a podcast sooner because that was just being able to talk to people and, and hang out was the best thing. I think people getting to know you a little bit better because obviously they, they'll they have some sort of uh, notion of the type of person that you are from just seeing you on realities. <laughs> yeah. But I, I heard you talk about it in another interview I mean, you guys were there for how long on Too Hot to Handle? It was a month. Yeah, and I mean, we saw what ten hours of it. Yeah, it's crazy. So one episode was three days, and then there was—I think there was one day of the month where yeah. they weren't filming anything. Like everyone had a day off, which is like really weird because they get—you know—like really allowed to talk to each other. Um, because, Why? Because they don't. Want to oh, they didn't the want to catch like, a yeah, moment like, like that no they couldn't there. show. Yeah, so it was really interesting to 
I don't know. The, the so wait, you didn't get to talk to each other? Where they just like put you guys in separate rooms? No, no, no. We ha- like we still have the villa, but they're just like, please, like respect like the process. Like we're doing really well. It's the end of the show. Like we're just mm-hmm. gonna film like pickups and stuff like that. But please, like, don't say anything too crazy because uh, on these okay. reality shows, like they have. If you say we had an argument mm-hmm. or I have something that I want to get off my chest, yeah, they'll make sure there's a producer between us until there's like cameras ready to set up. So it could go like days without having a conversation with you about what I want to talk about and like get it out of the oh. way. So by like day two, like maybe I'm so a it bit builds more angry. up more than yes, we that's actually. Yeah, so dramatic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's <laughs> why like we we look like the biggest because <laughs> like it's been days where I just want to tell you like right. I hate you or like get it out of the way and right. like move on and like I can't get it out of my head. Like until we have that conversation. So it's really interesting. Right. And we're at home thinking like, why are they freaking out about somebody like taking their protein bar? Literally. It's like (laughs) like the end of the world. And then when someone goes home, it feels like they've just been like hung up and like murdered in front of everyone. Because like, yeah, all you have is like this little incubator and everyone's there. And then suddenly someone goes like, holy They've just been like, <laughs> they've had the death sentence. Like they're gone. It's like the crying, the like shaking, yeah, yeah, the so like, real. I don't know what to do. This was my best friend. <laughs> Literally. And we're watching at home. Like you guys have known each other for two hours. Yeah. Like what the And then hell? like 30 minutes later, everyone's like fine. Like, oh, should we go have some Oreos? Like it's <laughs> completely normal. It's so weird. So is this the re- the last reality stunt for you? Um, I think I have like one season of like, being the bachelor and then i'm good for after really that. <laughs> yeah. you want to be the best wait aren't are you not in a relationship <laughs> yeah yeah once this is over <laughs> I, I wasn't mean, gonna ask I've about dating and then he brings that. up I mean, the bachelor no, i'm just never kidding gonna, we're never gonna break up yeah yeah unless the bachelor wants me <laughs> <laughs> she'll understand she can just wait honestly that makes Fuck. for a great story as you're leaving yeah. you know they always have some sort of scandal like somebody had yeah. a girlfriend or boyfriend who, yeah i've actually got a wife and kids about. and a mortgage and then i mean like, i wouldn't oh, go fuck. that far but like you know <laughs> <laughs> no but i don't know reality shows are they're pretty stressful so i'm i'm trying to get more into the scripted uh side of things and like study and like understand it a little bit more because reality shows are kind of just like a bunch of talentless people trying to uh get famous and like instagram followers so it's it's a different world and it's very competitive i mean competitive. you said it not me i'm just oh, kidding it's because i am one <laughs> yeah you know? but it's a, it's a very like i don't know it's, it's such a competitive world like yeah you, you're it, like the scripted and like hosting side you guys get like excited for each other to get like another show but as soon as you say something to someone who's like on reality tv they're like oh you're serious like it's really weird oh yeah it's, it's a weird world so there's like little clicks that come out of it yeah so i don't talk to any of them because i'm like i just want everyone to have their own abundance there's opportunities for everyone and like do yeah. your thing and then if i start saying about like they ask me how my life is or what i'm doing it's kind of yeah. just like well, you were just trying to rub it in. I'm like, no, I'm just... That's actually really interesting because I wouldn't expect that, especially because you see a lot of people after reality shows like posting with each other oh, they hate or each like other. commenting. Oh, no, they hate each other. It's the weirdest Because <laughs> the first show that I did, <laughs> yeah. I was like in there, like telling everyone how much I... I was like, you're my best friend. And then you watch it back and you're like, oh, you're actually a Like, why would you say that about me? Because like you have to imagine... <laughs> right. You've had an argument with someone and then... In your head and in real life, you like got rid of it. And then a year later, you have to watch it back and then you have to right. see how they think about you right. and then everyone else, how they talk about you. And it's like, oh, that hurts. And the producers push you yes. to like really get yes. into the nitty gritty of yes. it. Yeah. So then like after these shows, everyone's posting like they're friendly, but they're all right. like, there's like wars going on in the DMs. Right. It's crazy. It's really weird. So one scripted show or a movie that you think that you would be a good fit for? 
Um, I was, I think out of banks would be so much fun just cause I met them yeah. and every single person is such like a, a nice person. But to be honest, I was thinking like a movie that I would really love to do was like, forget Wait, it. Do they surf in Outer Banks? Uh, no. Okay. Yeah. I don't they know. look like surfer kids. Yeah. Yeah. I think, okay. I don't know where they film it, but it looks really so nice. I was going to say you, you said you weren't coordinated and I oh, might no be way. nervous about you getting on a surfboard. Yeah, no, no. I'm like, yeah, I've, surf, surfing is my biggest enemy. Um, okay. So if it wasn't Outer Banks. I think like forgetting Sarah Marshall, like that type of movie, like that fun, like comedy and like, yeah, you know, that's, that's the, the route I want to go down. Are there any, I know you're from Australia, but are there any actors that you have seen that you kind of look up to or you think that might be a style that th- you'd want to play? I think as canceled as James Franco is, I think like if you take away the real life scary stuff that he's done and just like look at his art, I think like he's really cool. Uh, Ashton Kutcher. And then uh, someone like, I don't know, like I feel like Kevin Hart is really just like, it's funny. Like you watch right. his movies and you're like, oh, excited because you know you're going to have a good time and like laugh. Right. I feel like that's the type of impression I want to leave on people. Yeah. You know, either if they're laughing at me or with me, just I just want to make people laugh. Kevin Hart is one of those people who like embodies that he's short, yeah. you know, takes like people will make jabs at him, but he just kind of takes it and it gives him this kind of approachable nature. I've never met the guy, but yeah. I feel like he'd be somebody who would be cool and approachable in real yeah. life as well. Yeah. I feel like it's the best way to be because then you just, I don't know, life's just way more fun. If you're worried about what everyone's saying about you, then you're just going to be sad. Yeah. All right, people, we're brought to you by Caesars Sportsbook, the greatest sports betting app ever, and honestly, the only one you need. It's not just about the big bonuses and boosts and promos that you get. It's the fact that every time you bet, whether you win or lose, you're earning towards the types of perks only Caesars can offer, free stays, concert tickets, bonuses, and more. That's because when you download the Caesars Sportsbook app, you become a Caesars Rewards member, and that means perks. Must be 21 or older to gamble. Gambling problem? Call or text 1-800-522-4700. All right. So I recently saw you at the Indy 500 or actually saw your posts on social media. How did that come about? Um, I've done a bunch of them. So like they- A bunch of car races? Yeah. They just send me to them. Really? Yeah. They're so cool. They're the coolest people ever. So like Indy car, we're like, oh, you want to come to Nashville? And then they'll send me to Nashville and then I'll like race around and like um, just hang out with them. They're really cool people. And then we did another one um, where they got me like a private jet. Really? (laughs) Yeah. IndyCar did. Yes. They're really cool people. (laughs) I don't know. I guess because I love it so much and I post so much. But yeah, Indy 500 was out of control. Did you have a good time? So that was my first indie. I did not know what to expect at all. And we got to walk on the track, yeah. which was really cool. And like see all the cars before they went. Yeah. So besides indie, are there any other sporting events that you've been to or maybe that you want to go to? Um, I've been to an NBA game. Which one? It was a good one. Yeah, it was a really good one. <laughs> that, I'm going to kill you. What city were you in? I was in Boston. There was a okay, green, green guys and the other guys. <laughs> okay, so the Celtics. What time? Of, I'm gonna figure out exactly what game this was. Was it during playoffs? If you tell me it was during playoffs, we're gonna have an issue. What is playoffs? Is that like the grand final? Because I did the, I did. The, I've been to a bunch of NFL games, and then ice okay. hockey is my favorite one. I don't understand okay. it. They're just so aggressive and like hectic, and like it's nonstop. Right. Whereas I feel like NFL is kind of boring because it's like stop, start, and you're just like whatever. 
I have yet to hear anybody say the NFL is boring. That's well, like, really interesting. No, it's good. But like also the sports that I grew up watching was like nonstop like action for 80 minutes. And right. And it feels like hours. I'm like, yo, like I have, sh- like, I got a job. Like I got to do. Like, I have to go home and feed my dog. Like, this is crazy. <laughs> so I feel like I'm the exact opposite. Yeah. I grew up playing basketball. I ran track, played softball and soccer mm. and hockey to me are two sports that are hard for me to get into, but it is the same thing. And like, they just never stop moving. Yeah, it's fun. But there's not a lot of scoring involved. You, you a sport of basketball yeah. that I played that's like the hundred points or more in an NBA game. Yeah, that's you know I mean? crazy. Yeah, like NBA's fun. I like, yeah. enjoy that, but like NFL was just like so long. Like even the, what's it? So what NFL games have you been to? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Ah, uh, the Chargers. <laughs> I've been a bunch. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are they good? I don't was know. Was it the Rams or was it the Chargers? Because there's them. They're two. They're versing each other. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. So it was both LA teams against each yeah, other. Yeah, yeah. Okay. OBJ's in one of them, yeah? That was when he was still playing. Mm-hmm. He's great. Wait, when he was still playing? <laughs> Wasn't he, didn't he, has he got a broken leg again? Yeah, but that happened in the Super Bowl. Were you at the Super Bowl? No. Okay, I was, was going to say. No, I was, no, where was I? I was somewhere else. <laughs> so I was, I was not here. I was the only person in LA that decided to leave that weekend. I don't okay. know where I went. So in that game is yeah. when he got injured. Ah, so sucks. they won the Super Bowl awesome. and they're playing against the Bengals. I'm from Ohio and the Bengals are from an uh, Ohio team. Uh, awesome. So there's two teams in Ohio. That's so much fun. Next time we'll do, <laughs> you schooled me on rugby. Next time I'll yeah. I'll help you out with basketball. Yeah, it, and, like, rugby's great because they also fight as well. We have this thing called State of Origin. So it's New South okay. Wales versus uh, Queensland. And that's like the big, like that. Literally is like our Super Bowl. Like we're just, everyone's like locked in. It's three games. It's so intense. Queensland always smashes them because we're unreal. So it's just a rivalry between two teams. Yeah. If you, like, Is there like a Super Bowl for rugby though? Oh, sorry. It's not a rivalry for, between two teams. It's like rivalry between the states. So where you grew up. So if you're on, uh, anyway, what were you saying? Super Bowl for rugby? Yeah. No, like it's, we call it the grand final, but it's also like, well, in the it's really interesting. Like a normal game in America, you have yeah. like eighty thousand people that will go in the crowd. Right. That's like how that's like maxing out. Like that's how big it's like crowd. Okay. It's crazy. Do you know like and this is just out of pure curiosity? Do you know what kind of money like you make? Because obviously, like for a lot of kids to they want to be professional athletes because yeah. that kind of like paves the way. If you play sports in college, mm-hmm. like I did, you get your whole college paid for. Wow if you're on a sports team at a division one level. So basically that highest level of college. So there are a lot of people who like, they're like the only way I'm going to college is if I'm good enough at whatever sport so that I get my college paid for. And that's how wow. they get through. And then obviously, you know, the contracts in the NBA and NFL are, like, yeah. are really big. Is it similar to that in no. rugby? No, no, you like a couple hundred thousand dollars a year. I think like a few people are making a few mil. Yeah. But nothing like, and it's also Australian. So it's yeah. like half. American. Are there any actors or athletes that you know from the US that you think would do really well in rugby? I think like all of them, like it's, I don't know, like I feel- Any that you know personally. You said you know Blake Griffin. Yeah, he's like, I think he's he's just such a big dude. Yeah. But then again, like the boys there, I don't know, it's just like completely different. And, And the games are a lot quicker. And we also have like this thing called sevens, which is like seven people on a team. And that, those games like so quick. And like the fitness on those guys is 
crazy. But yeah, then yeah. you come to America and you guys like have you have a special team, you have a defense team, offense, offense, whatever the whatever the other yeah, teams yeah, offense, yeah, offense, yeah, 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 offense and defense. Yeah, yeah, we just have one one team on each side and then a few people on the bench. So like everyone's like fit and like ready to rumble. You guys just just rich and have a bunch of people playing for you. It's crazy. NBA All Star. Can yeah. we get you to NBA All-Star next year? That's a place that you've never been. Never been. Didn't know what it was before I entered this room. Uh, yeah, look, I would love to. Just to, the normal people don't play, do they? It's just like actual athletes. You said there's a celebrity one. There is a celebrity game. So I played in that. It's <sighs> a God. it's a mix, though, because like, like I've played in it, and I was obviously like a former basketball player, but like Justin Bieber's played in it as well like Kevin Hart played in it for years actually he was like the OG NBA all-star celebrity game wow. player so it's really a mix like Tiffany Haddish played last year there's like some reality stars so some people are really good but then like can anyone be the referee because I'd prefer to do that like I don't okay. know the rules I just wouldn't want to run also you know what you could do they they have like a, a main coach and then like an assistant coach so the year I played in LA Michael B. Jordan was the assistant who's an actor obviously yeah, you know Michael B. Jordan yeah yeah, yeah. So you could maybe even do something like that where you're assistant coach. They wouldn't get any <laughs> coach you got to be, but hey, we got to get your confidence up. You have about like, <laughs> eight months or something before yeah. February. So yeah, we'll, we'll get you there and like get you the ropes of basketball. Wow. Yeah, I need to. <laughs> With that, we are reaching the end of the game. So I wanted to ask you some buzzer beaters. All right. So break down your ideal courtside fit. If you were to sit courtside again at a Boston uh, Celtics oh, game. At a basketball game? Yeah. Oh. Uh, honestly, basketball, football, but you are courtside. You are right next to all the action. See, the thing what is, are you like, wearing? I just wear like short gym pants everywhere and like long okay. white socks and like white shoes. But I think courtside, you'd have to wear like some cargos, like something like, okay. like a little bit more dressy. Um, and then exact, probably what I'm wearing here, just like an oversized tee and like, yeah, just oversized clothes. Cool. That's what I like. What is your ideal food and drink combo while sitting courtside? Oh, um, <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Well, we have like meat pies in Australia. You guys don't have those. You could have that. I would love to have that. I miss okay. those. Yeah, I feel like a meat pie and we call them, yeah, whatever. We'll call them corn dogs. That's what you, yeah, yeah, like yeah. they're fun. I haven't had that in a while. Okay. I would appreciate that. And then for drink? Um, because I'm not drinking, probably a water. Okay, that works. <laughs> yeah. yeah, or if I was getting drunk, I'd, I'd be on, yeah, having beers with the boys. Last but not least, what is one event in history, it could be a sporting event, could be anything else, that you would have loved to have been courtside for? Um, when gladiators were alive. You know, when that was happening, I'd love to just see, yeah. like, guys go against lines and, and then just nuke each other. You know, just, like, get in there. Stab each other. I feel like that'd be crazy to watch. Imagine just watching people just gut each other. Yeah, it'd be, I, I mean, I don't know. I feel like I might get sick from oh, that. I would but, be disgusted, but right. it'd be like just something that you'd have, it'd be interesting. Like the whole yeah, crowd. absolutely. Like people in sandals and like bathrooms. It's like real life Game of Thrones. It'd be crazy. Yeah. yeah. Like Hunger Games. Right. Yeah. All right, Harry, thank you so much for coming <laughs> on the Courtside Club. Let everybody know where they can find you on socials. Uh, thanks for having me. My name is Harry Jowsey. You can find me everywhere. Cool. And your podcast is coming back, yeah? It's coming back. We can stay tuned for that. Yes, yeah. So we we talk about everything but sport. So 
Cool. I'm so glad I got to take you out of your comfort (laughs) zone today. No, I love this. (laughs) Thank you. All right, you guys, make sure that you like, subscribe, and rate, and we'll see you next time. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) Woo!